The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, we need something juicy for midseason. What if we replace the gritty with the sexy Dexy? Sexy. Dexy. Come on, people. Sexy. Dexy. 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 Sexy. I think for my next celebration, I'll ride a Bengal tiger. Can somebody procure me a Bengal tiger? I got a guy. My man, my man, okay. What if we ban sacks? Woo! What if we reveal that Tyreek Hill is actually part cheetah? What if that Jimmy Garoppolo character fell in love with my character? Steamy, <laughs> forbidden love. That's a good looking guy right there, Mom. I see where you're going. Whoa. What if I got a ring to match this ice? Speaking of Super Bowl, let's skip to the last page. I've taken the liberty of writing something spectacular. Wait for it. Wait for it. And... I did not see this coming. I know. Just think of the memes. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Season 104. Let's get to work. All right, we here. It's time for the tradition, the time-honored tradition that I hate the most in our business, Michael. And that's these damn predictions. It's like a contractual obligation that we have to go on record with Super Bowl predictions because what I don't like about them is it's like, I don't like telling you I told you so. Like, it is hard work looking this pretty and being this right all the time. I don't like telling you I told you so. So, but I got to give you what you want, which is my Super Bowl prediction, which by the way, I don't remember what they were last year uh, or the year before that. Because if it didn't come through with fruition, I'm not telling you I told you so. I'm just hoping that you forget that I said what I, I said. I picked the Chiefs last year. I picked the Chiefs last year. I did, remember that. Did you? I think I, I, think I picked and, the Chiefs. And, and that's think, a smart so. pick. That's a smart pick. All I right, did. well, keep the ball I in. I didn't pick the keep Chiefs the ball last in. year. Let, let, let's oh, take yeah. A, let's take a page out of Justin Fields and Keegan-Michael Key's books and skip to the end. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Go. Let me see. Is it in this book? No. <laughs> no, it's not in here. It's not in this one. Okay, that's They'll already. Be hugging this this has been done. They'll be hugging this weekend. It's, They'll be hugging this, this weekend. This has been done. Uh, so it's not that one. I am wearing the color. You'll love this. I'm wearing the colors of my Super Bowl champion. No, they you're reside. Not. No, you're not. No, they you're reside. Not. No, you're, not. you're not allowed in the to great do this. State. You are not yes. allowed to do this. Yes. You are yes. not allowed to do this. That's my team. Shit. It's my no, team. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm taking no. them. They're mine. No. They're mine. No. Because you don't believe in no. them. No. You had a chance no. to pick them. This and is you a didn't segregated, pick them. This we is were. a segregated bus, and you're not allowed on this <laughs> bus. Yeah. Absolutely I'm not. Sitting in the not front. even in the back. I'm sitting not even in the back. No. I'm in the front. Your Me and Rosa. Or not Me and Rosa. No. Four and no. five. Four and five. We ain't getting up. We staying right here. Because look, here's the thing. You had a chance, Michael Smith. Let me call you out. We were in Los Angeles. You're pumping up my Super Bowl champion, the Cincinnati. I was Bengals. right. You were check. You were check. No, 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 no. Hold on, no. Hold on. This is like. This is belief. This is two and years ago. Why are you bringing up old this shit? This was not even last year. This is year before last. I bring it up. Well, it was in LA and you had been riding the Bengals all year. Great story. And the moment of truth, are you gonna ride with the Bengals? No. You went the other way. You went with the LA Rams. So what they won the game? That ain't the point. Point is, your team, you were ride, you had a chance to make them in your team, and then you got off the bus at the wrong time. I am now on the Bengals bus, the Queen City, Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals will go back to their fourth Super Bowl historically, but this time they're going to win it. They're going to win the damn thing because they are the best team in the AFC. They really were the best team last year. They got screwed. They got screwed. They got screwed. Bad call down the stretch. Mm. Yeah. So Bengals, that's who's winning it all. Joe Burrow versus over over the Eagles. Oh, Bengals over Eagles. Okay. Yes. Um, Hey, hey, Gary, 
if I made an obscene gesture on camera right now, could y'all bleep it out or no? Probably, probably, probably not a good idea to do that. What do you think? Like I make obscene. I, I should, I should take my earpiece out. <laughs> Kim, you gotta, you, you have to. People, people. <laughs> I'm gonna get an FCC fine, but it's worth it. It's worth it because I'm really incensed. It incenses me. It's a only the people, only the people who have been wrong? with us, only the people who have been on this particular broke down bus would understand what an explosive element this Michael Holly picking the Bengals situation is. Only y'all would appreciate that. So y'all know why I'm pissed off that Michael just picked the Bengals. But I'm also pissed off that you picked the Bengals, not just because you a Johnny come lately. It's because I shouldn't have let you go first because I'm picking the Bengals not to win yes! the Super Bowl, though. Not to win the oh, Super Bowl. They gonna get again. there. Here you go again. They gonna get Here you there. Go again. But we taking it back to 88 and for 81 and 81 okay. San Francisco and Niners oh, over but yes oh. it's Niners Shh. over Bengals Nicholas Bosa Nicholas John Bosa as is now locked in and signed so now I don't have any reservations about this pick and the Niners could finish what they should have started last year had Kyle Shanahan not decided to block Hassan Reddick with a tight end and and and, mm-hmm. and crushed Brock Purdy's elbow because here's why I'm on the Niners. Okay, they were my squad last year. I told you they were the best team. The Eagles got lucky. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, they got lucky in the NFC title game because the Niners didn't have a, right. a, a backup quarterback worth a damn. Okay, they were they were playing one hand tied behind it's their called, back. Probably it's called roster well, building. They probably should probably should. Well, the roster's complete now because Nick Bolson is back. You're right about that. Okay, they probably should just play Christian McCaffrey at quarterback. But anyway. I told you last year that it was the Niners were going to beat the Eagles, and you were like, oh, shut up, stop crying. All you, you know, you butthurt 49ers people making excuses, yada, yada, yada. Niners finished the job, and furthermore, I also want to stick it to you when it comes to Brock Purdy, who you don't believe in, who I've been telling you about from day one, I and just put up the no, guy I that I keep invoking, okay? And a lot of people felt like that after Tom Brady in 2001. They still didn't believe, okay? Oh, and I ain't saying Tom Brady, but you just, yeah, you yes, just, you put, are. Him up, you you just put up your little book. You, you just put up your little bestseller. You just flex with your little Thank bestseller, you. one of your seven or whatever it is. I lose track. You got as many bestsellers as Brady got Super Bowls. Okay, um, you, you, you put that up. Brock Purdy, similar story, not the same. Similar story. He finishes it this year, and you non-believers will become believers when the Niners beat my Bengals, not yours. You ain't allowed. You're not welcome. Okay. My Bengals are Super Bowl fifty-eight. You know- no, 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 no. You, but you, you're one you, of those wha- guys. You whack for that. You whack for that, by the way. You whack for that. I don't even think you really believe it. You don't believe it. You just did it just to mess with me. You don't even believe in the Bengals like that. You, what do you, mean? you, you I do believe in the Bengals. You don't believe in the Bengals. You can't go from talking about certain teams. They were the they were the poster children of certain teams don't want to win. Still the worst. No, Russell Westbrook was they the changed. worst. The second worst They're segment straight. we ever had in this show's history. And no, you can't true. go from that to now you're dry, you're trying to drive the Michael. Bengals bus. If I Michael, let you this on is this a redemption bus, Sit the Bengals. Matter of fact, you don't even get a seat. You get to stand and you get to hold the thing that, that makes sure you don't fall when we hit the brakes right. on this bus. That's what you get to do. If, if I let you on hey, this listen. bus. If I let you on it. The Bengals. The Bengals are a redemption story. They don't need a redemption story, Michael. You don't get to they write do. that they story. They, because hey, you saw the script in the beginning. Oh, you won't believe what you're going to see here. You you saw it. Daily, oh, you can't make this stuff. Dollar short. You can't make you're this two up. years late in a dollar short. You can't make this I mean, stuff up. Okay. Where were you Listen, and I did you last they, winter? Okay. <laughs> hey, don't be quoting Stevie. Don't bring Stevie into this. Uh, I, I do know this that Zach Taylor went to a bar in Cincinnati a couple of years ago because they were so excited that they actually won a playoff game for the first time in 30 years. Yes, it's a redemption story because the Bengals were the poster children. For getting there, but not having quite enough. Making the playoffs, not winning a game, screwing up the draft picks, and they set the tone for their foundation when in back-to-back years they drafted my man Joe Burrow and my guy Jamar Chase. Smart oh, move. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Uh, you know, they believe <laughs> people to go back in the people gotta go back in the archives. We gotta dig this up. This is so rich. Okay. But, All right. So okay. Bengals. I'm happy. Eagles. I'm happy. But you don't believe it though. But see, I, I, I just wonder this, and this is a quick question for you. Why yeah, okay. why do you continue to be the guy? I know you've done it. Like you've actually closed the deal in marriage. All right, you closed the deal. Yeah, you, you had your girlfriend. You proposed to your girlfriend. I held the ring. I, I want credit because I didn't sell it. 
Uh, I held the ring for you for like a month. I won't sell you it. Ready. <laughs> Don't sell it. All right. And so you actually close the deal, but you're the guy now who's got the girlfriend. Are you the you're pretty much oh. doing it. And then when it's time for marriage, you don't prepare, right. you don't close the deal. Like you right. keep picking the yeah, bangles. No, that, that's fair. And that's fair. Pulling back. Uh, yeah. No, that's fair. Okay. I, I, I think with I think with this head, that's why. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sorry. I just okay. I, what, what can I, right. I, I, what, what, I can't apologize for that. I, you know? I mean, that's somebody got to lose. The, somebody got somebody got to lose line. the Super Bowl. Somebody got to lose the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm sorry. This so happens to be the team that I was on before everybody else outside of Cincinnati. Uh, um, all right. So Bengals over Bengals over Eagles. Niners over Bengals. The common denominator here is with both disrespecting the Philadelphia Eagles, who we will get to later in the show, as well as unpack tonight's kickoff on NBC and other uh, topics of discussion around the Let's NFL. Do this. We talked about teams that don't want to win. That infamous debate. We literally know a team that doesn't want to win this year. We know for sure there's a team that doesn't want to win. We suspect its motivations lie in the form of the reigning Heisman Trophy winner uh, on his way to being a back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner. Shout out to Archie Griffin. Um, potentially, he could be a three-time Heisman Trophy winner, if you believe his dad in GQ, who said that if the situation ain't right, USC's Caleb Williams may not be in the class of 2024. May go back to school, keep getting that NIL bread, keep living that LA life for another year, and come out in 2025. Here's Caleb Williams' response to that. Caleb, in the GQ article, your dad mentioned about how the potential number one pick in the NFL, that might factor into your decision whether to go pro or not. How big of a factor is that in your decision? Um, we got Stanford this week, and uh, that's what I'll be worrying about. Um, you know, game's three days out, and uh, and so it's the main focus, main goal um, is, is to go out there and win versus Stanford. And, and now that my teammates down out there on, on Saturday. So um, that would be the answer to all of those questions towards the NFL. I have 10 more games left here um, that I'm, you know, given. Um, and then we, we work, we're working for the last three. So um, that'll be the answer for all of that. But next question, please. Next question, please. How polite. Please. Um, dude is so cool. It's always... Yeah completely in and under control completely in and under control on the field off the field he evaded those questions as though they were a helpless pass rusher with all due respect to Deion Sanders Caleb Williams is the story of college football and for that matter maybe the story of NFL football so he's talking about the Kansas City Chiefs Patrick Mahomes if you're telling me the next Patrick Mahomes may or may not enter the NFL draft next year that is a dominant story at both levels of American football or the highest levels of American football. A couple of things on Caleb Williams. By the way, did you happen to have a chance to read the entire GQ art GQ article? Not yet. Of course. Yes. No. Not yet. What of course. Else? What, okay. else? what else? Yes. Of course I did. Sorry. Didn't mean like, to insult what? you. What else I got to do? So, right. So, um, I think you would agree that certain people say, "Oh, I was made for this." He was literally made for this. It reminds me of that line in 300. We do what we were born to do, what we were bred to do, what we were made to do. That's Caleb Williams when it comes to playing quarterback, okay? This dude's story is incredible. Uh, he's already wise beyond his years. I saw you had Caleb's w- wisdom in your feet. He's wise beyond his years. I mentioned how in control and under control he is. Uh, he's he's QB, but not robotic. He's perfect in every way. I mean, he's already a runway model for crying out loud. He's giving Jalen Hurts a run for his money. And like yep. he just says and does all the right things at, at, at all times. He was also born at the right time because I would have never said before Caleb Williams, Michael, stay in school because before telling somebody to stay in school meant playing for free, even though they still don't get what they right. should at the college level. It would mean eschewing NFL millions to play for pride and play for your university and yada, yada, yada. It's like, okay, no, no, no. My man is getting paid while at USC. And right. instead of it being like, oh, don't go to the NFL until you're ready. Caleb Williams has got it so he doesn't have to go to the NFL until he's good and damn ready or until he feels like it. Because he can stay at USC, win a second Eisman Trophy, compete for a national championship, maybe questions about the defense, could come back next year and 
win a third Heisman Trophy, be the greatest college football player of all time, hands down, maybe win another championship, continue to have LA eating out of the palm of his hand. He's in the biggest market in the country, the second biggest market in the country, or he could pull a John Elway or Eli Manning when he goes to the NFL. Like he can literally do whatever he wants and do no wrong. This is so fascinating to me. He, he can he can he, he can't win for lose. Oh, oh, that's the wrong phrase. I'm sorry. He win, he he wins either way is what I'm trying to say. If he stays, he wins. If he goes and determines where he wants to go, he wins because he could pull it off. Elway and Eli Manning were athletic and NFL royalty. So so could could decide. Hey, I'm not playing for the Baltimore Colts. I'm not playing for the San Diego Chargers. Caleb Williams could pull that if it's the Cardinals, who I'll come back to it to in a minute. But I'll stop ball hogging and I'll pass it to you, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, look, listen. I, I I love this. I love what you're saying about Caleb Williams. And one thing I didn't hear him say. You you're right to say he evaded the question like a pass rush. He didn't say, oh, you know, my dad says a lot of things, and uh, you know, that's not how I feel. It's my father. It's not my feeling. He didn't say any of that. He just said, hey, I got a game against Stanford coming up. So I, I, there's no doubt that it's crossed his mind. And if that's in play for Caleb Williams and other people like him, here's the problem. There aren't many people like him who have all the leverage right. that you're talking about, who play the right. most leverage. important position. That's the word. Who, you know, yep. all, all, all of these things. Um, but I'll say he's out. I, I, think, I think he'll leave. Are you sure? I don't sure? think he'll go back. Yeah. Yes. He has as much incentive to stay as he does to go. No, he doesn't. You know why he doesn't? Because you're, you, 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 you got to be in the moment. Here's your moment. Your moment. You already won the Heisman Trophy. You've already been the quarterback at USC. You're already in position uh, to, to be the number one pick. Like, there's nothing you can build on in 2024. You're going to win another Heisman? Okay, great. Heisman's not what it used to be. It's still prestigious, not as prestigious as it used to be. And, you know, one thing you could, you could do, you could go back, 24 and jeopardize their draft position either by injury or performance. So this is the time. This Not is this your time and you can still get what you want. You mentioned I'm so glad you mentioned John Elway and Eli Manning. So they came out they, they had teams that wanted to pick them and they both said no. You know what he could do? He could come out and the Arizona Cardinals can be sitting there and he could say no to the Arizona Cardinals or anybody else he doesn't want to go to. So he still has power, even if he comes out this year. He's going to be the number one pick, whether it's for the Cardinals or some bad team or, or, or the team that he eventually winds up at. Like, he's going to be the number one player, is what I'm saying, no matter where he is. And he's going to wind up where he wants to be. So why are you going back? So, no, I, 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 back don't, I don't doubt that. He already, I don't doubt that. He already told us, too. He said, I got 10 more games. Thank you. Thanks for keeping it. No, above. well, you got 10 more games. You know, well, because he they tried, to, they tried to see, but tried I don't to, think this is a dad. I don't think this is talk for talk's sake because here's what it, he's already pushing the bins. You talk about all the things he's already doing. He's already pushing a bins. Okay. He's already right. got money. So he may just like it. Shit. Matt Liner stayed there and took a ballroom dancing class because he felt like it. Like if you ain't been to USC and you don't live in LA, you may not. And I know you understand. I'm talking about the people at home. Yeah. You may not right. understand what a big deal USC football is in LA and what a big deal it is to be a star in that city. So he, he may decide to say just because he wants to Charles Robinson. What am I missing here? I'm going crazy off camera. <laughs> like they, they got to shoehorn me in because I'm like the point is getting missed here. Um, What's that? All right, this is not from my lips. I will give you the, a message from a general manager. This morning we talked about Caleb Williams, and I and I asked him at length multiple questions about what Caleb's father had said, and the general manager was really simple. And the and the message first and foremost was people who say money doesn't matter usually have it. Okay, and Correct. we all say, well, geez, he has it. Oh, right, he has it. And, I, and I've been guilty here. I've said he's on Wendy's commercials. He's on the Heisman House commercials. He could probably do a Rolex deal next year, all these different things. But here's the thing. As this general manager said to me, he waits one more year, and that means two things. Number one, that's one year of risk that he is now incurring, additional risk. And you can say, well, he can get a yep. contract or whatever. You get a, he can yep. get an insurance contract. That He's like, that's great, but – 
you can't insure from uh, you can't sure insure him to the point of knowing that hey he would have made half a billion dollars worth you know during his career he's like there's limitations to that kind of an, an insurance uh an insurance policy and they said look number two and this is most important if he is the elite player we believe he is if he is patrick mahomes if he is uh joe burrow justin herbert one of these guys he's cut he's getting to free agency one year later and effectively sure. cutting off one year from the end of his career. Well, he said, you know what Caleb Williams might be making in 2038? His salary might be $70 million the last year of his career. Well, he could be cutting yeah. off that last year by getting to free agency one year later. So you could say, hey, he gets 20 million and, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20 million in NIL now, um, or maybe $70 million later, but the thing that probably makes those two easier to, to dice up is the extra risk he takes at the front versus the end. And, and that's very fair. Those are all reasons for him to leave. And logic would say leave. But this dude, from what I gather, does not definitely seems to march to his own drummer and, sure. and, and, and afford his own path. And so while there is risk, he's that rare guy who could take that risk and live to tell about it. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Andrew Luck, we're talking about Stanford, they play Stanford, didn't Andrew Luck Go through his senior. Then he stay his senior year. We talked about Eli Manning stayed his senior year. Like I mean, there's Herbert precedence stayed, for guys. Herbert stayed right. One there, more there's year there's than precedence for I guys mean. that right that were identified as underclassmen yeah. who stayed as seniors and lived to tell about it when they weren't getting paid. So we'll see. But here's my question about the general manager part, about the Cardinals part of it all, specifically Car Charles, the Cardinals part. And maybe I'm giving him too much credit because they're saying all the right things about Kyler Murray. He's obviously locked up long term. And we've seen the previous general manager draft Kyler Murray a year after they had drafted Josh Rosen. So there's precedent within that that very organization to take another quarterback and pull the plug on a previous one. I wonder, is this the Cardinals positioning themselves for the most precious of number one picks when there's a, a generational, I know we throw that around a lot, generational talent that they can maybe auction off or are they serious about tanking for this guy in particular? Well, I think when they say what they say about Kyler, okay, um, you, what you're doing is you're covering all your bases in terms of potential outcomes. Number one. If he goes back to school. <laughs> well, well, number, well, yeah, number one, if he goes back to school, right? Okay, so then he's not there to draft, right? right number two. Right. What if you don't end up with the first pick? Like, we're all just assuming immediately right. that they end up with the first pick in the draft. We don't know for they're, sure that they're, they're going to end up with the first pick. <laughs> but they may fail at that, too. <laughs> like, right. Look possible, at ask the Texans. Right? Ask the Texans. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. We've seen Lovey blow yeah. that plan up, okay? So, <laughs> right, right. so that, there's number two. They may not end up with that number one overall pick. Um, and then, you know, really – Let's say you do, if they do end up with the number one overall pick, you're going to have a player you have to move. So you don't yeah. want to spend all this time beating the hell out of an asset that you then have to deal later, right? What do you want to do? Right. You want to be like, oh, no, it's low mileage, man. It's low mileage. The tires are great. We've never had any issues with it. If you check right. the vehicle He's a history, He's a there great are leader. no accidents. <laughs> you know, like, we've never spilled anything in the car. Like, you, you say yeah. everything you can. It's a, And then you just explain, you know, we just wanted something a little different. We had a baby, so now it's time to sell the sports car so that we can get the bigger <laughs> SUV. Right, that's how you explain it, and the buyer's like, "Oh yeah, you're right. That makes this sense. My lifestyle, yeah, yeah exactly." <laughs> right. And and another thing, by the way, that the GM told me this morning when we were talking about Caleb Williams, we get into the Kyler Murray conversation. I said, "If this all goes down, let's say Kyler comes back and shows that the knee's healthy and he is, you know, what he was before, will there be a market for him?" And he was unequivocal. He's like, "There will be teams that will line up." Now he was like, "Some won't necessarily." like the fit from a from a person standpoint like they'll they'll do the deep dive on you know what's he like what's his personality like what's his leadership what are his leadership traits like maybe that doesn't fit us but he said from a talent standpoint there's no question that a number of teams out there will look at his talent and say this guy's exponentially better than what we can get our hands on right now and the juice is worth the squeeze in terms of our potential uh, assets and by the way just just to kind of these people a little bit here. Look at the roster of the Minnesota Vikings offense next year. 
Okay? Ooh. Just look at the roster of the Vikings offense next year. Oh! Very attractive team. That'd be Very attractive team for, for right. a... If he's, if, if he's going to pick his team, yes. Now, yeah. Oh, you talking, talking about Kyler or Caleb? Which one are you talking no, about? No, 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 no. I'm talking about Kyler. I'm talking about Kyler. Okay. Like, if you're going to look okay. at, at an offense of a team next year and you want to put yeah. a, a veteran in the middle of it, imagine Kevin O'Connell, the head coach there, going, okay, now I'm going from Kirk Cousins and how I run the offense with Kirk Cousins. But now I put in Kyler Murray with Justin Jefferson, with Addison, with TJ Hawkinson, with an offensive that's line that's continued to come together. Woohoo! That's sexy. That's sexy. Okay. Well, listen, we got a long way before we get to all of this. This was fun. We got a long way before we get to, to all of this. But tonight, there's NFL football. There's an actual game. It's on our network. I can hear the executives pulling their head out. Like, why the hell are you talking about college football when the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions are playing tonight? <laughs> but, the, but, but we're going to start, though, with the big news from yesterday, and that is Nick Bosa is signed, sealed, and delivered. Here is Kyle Shanahan. Once um, it kind of went through the weekend, I just kind of got in my mind that we weren't playing with them. Um, so, because if I would have gone back and forth, that would have been miserable. So I just decided we weren't. Um, I think our team was ready to not, and we are, that was our mindset this way. And um, it was a hell of a bonus to just get told that coming in here. So we're obviously real excited about it. What's the realistic amount of snaps for Sunday? Um, how many snaps are in the game? Uh, I'm just joking. Um, we got to see when he gets here. I know Nick will come in shape. I know he'll be good. Is there any question in this, at this point whether he's going to be in uniform on Sunday? Um, I mean, there is question because we haven't seen him, but I think you guys know how I'm talking. Like, have to be, you have to have a beer belly and be out of shape or something. That's which that's not in in Bosa's DNA. So whenever it comes to these big contracts, the next question is, of course, who's next? Okay, and the guy we all got our eyes on is a guy who's not playing tonight, and that's Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs. So, uh, Charles, what is the fallout? I guess not the fallout. What's the response to Nick Bosa's contract? And what's taking the Chiefs so long to follow suit and get their cornerstone defensive player locked up? I wish I could answer what's going on with the Chiefs. Honestly, I could, because if, if both sides are telling the truth, like the Chiefs, there's no, there's no doubt the indication from the Chiefs is that, you know, Chris Jones' ask is at least up until this point was something near resetting the market okay and that's not what's coming out of chris jones camp not it, it was you know we want to redo a deal that gets him or we want to do a deal that gets him into the echelon that he deserves to be in now that echelon that he deserves to be in is amongst the highest paid defensive players in the game which obviously both resets that market um but again from everything I've been told, particularly where it concerns what Chris Jones is looking for, it's to be in the neighborhood, but not necessarily exceed the Aaron Donald number. And, you know, so if we're talking about like a $30 million a year APY with the proper structure in terms of the guarantees, that's what, you know, Chris Jones is going to the table hoping to land. I think a lot of teams out there believe that he's worth that. A lot of teams look at Chris Jones the way that the 49ers look at Bosa, the way that the Rams look at Aaron Donald, which is we create our scheme based on the strength of this player. That's how good he is. And once we don't have that player, we would have to significantly change the way we scheme our defense. That's Kansas City. (laughs) I mean, like that's what's going on with, with Chris Jones. So, and I think we will see it on the field when he's not out there against the Detroit Lions. I think it's going to be extremely noticeable. Great. All right, uh, Charles. Charles, I don't. I don't know if you you heard. You know, I'm excited uh, about a team that Michael Smith is not excited about at all. Uh, I believe in the Cincinnati Bengals so much that I'm wearing their colors today. Uh, Michael Smith is a 49ers guy. We're talking about Super Bowl. We're talking about the highest level. What team are you excited about for 2023? And and maybe I don't know. Maybe we just talked about it. Maybe it's Kansas City. And if it's not, if it's not Kansas City, who is it? I mean, if it's Kansas City, like how many people are we going to like if you take Travis, let's say Travis Kelsey, the knee injury is something that, you know, what if he's not 100 percent all season long? Like I, I just start to wonder, like, how much are we going to keep piling on Patrick Mahomes and going? He can just cover everything up like no matter what happens. It's a situation where Mahomes can raise all boats, even if it's a bunch of guys, you know, catching the football and not necessarily one elite player out there. That's what worries me right now about the Kelsey injury. I hate I hate to say this because it is a team that kicks me in the face every single offseason. 
But I swear to you, there is not a team in football, in football, that has the overall talent that the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, bring to the table. And I think this is why, if it does not get done this year, you have no choice but to make significant coaching changes on that staff, especially after you bring Kellen Moore in to be the offensive coordinator there. If you look at the offensive line, if you look at the backfield, if you look at the surrounding skill position pieces, I don't think there's a team in the NFL that is as loaded on that unit as the Los Angeles Chargers are. And there, I mean, you can say injuries and all these other things. There's all these repeated you know, instances or circumstances that have kept them from putting it all together. That team, because everyone's been burned on them repetitively, everybody's refusing to look at them and say, this is the team I expect big things from. I expect big things from with a caveat. If it doesn't happen now, it's not happening under this coaching staff. You know what? That brings me back to Chris Jones. I won't go back to Chris Jones if we may, because it's like, I know the Chiefs have, have owned the AFC West and, and, and the AFC goes through Kansas City, you know, if not the league. The margin for error in this league is so slim. And yes, you talked about like, so maybe no Travis Kelsey in the opener. Right. Definitely no Chris Jones. They lose that game. That can make the difference between the Chiefs hosting the AFC title game at Arrowhead or Michael's right. or Michael's Bengals hosting yep. the AFC titles game title game. Right. And yep. so something really pisses me off about the Chris Jones situation. I think and, and Charles, we have these conversations all the time on this show and offline about like evolving how we talk about not just players as humans, but situation. Let's play. Let's play this Chris Jones sound. Because the way he articulated this really crystallized how I felt about this for a long time, and I feel like how everybody should be looking at contract negotiations. Here's Chris Jones. Hopefully it gets worked out. You know, um, it's always been my goal to be on Kansas City Chiefs for life. I've, um, I've said that multiple times on social media platforms from interviews, and they know where I, my position is at, and uh, hopefully we can get something worked out for the long term. How have I let them know? Um, it's just like um, when you're at a job and you, you, you ask for a extension, right? And you ask for a raise, right? You're not letting anyone down. Who are you letting down for asking your boss for a raise, right? So um, when, you, when you take the personal feelings out of it, you kind of can get it. All I'm doing is asking for a raise. Why does that even come up, fellas? Why do people even invoke, oh, you're letting your teammates down? Why do people weaponize loyalty on one side, but not on the other? Like, Chris Jones has made a lot of people's job easier in Kansas City, made a lot of people a lot of money in Kansas City. And it's like, I get it, it takes two sides to make a deal, but the idea of him letting people down, letting anybody down, it's business, not personal. Here, here's so, why. Mike, go oh, ahead. Here's why. Oh, Charles. Yeah. But wait a minute. But, but, but I was going to say, Char Char Charles, you tell me this, I, I, and I'll just make this brief, then you just take it from here. The people, in this case, the people who may not get it, Travis Kelsey, like, I thought Travis Kelsey's comments about Chris Jones on his podcast were ridiculous and outrageous. Come on. Hey, Chris, man, I don't get it. Yeah, hey, hey, Travis, what do you mean you don't get it? it he yeah. ain't doing anything to you. Hey, we need yeah. you. We need you bad. And all this, I'm trying to win another championship. We can't do it. This, you don't get it. This is a workplace issue. This is not a Travis Kelsey issue. He's not letting you get down. your hand out of my pocket. He is getting right. He is getting what he deserves, <laughs> just like Kelsey has is going to get what he deserves. Now, Kelsey, if Kelsey's not being honest about it, which I don't believe he is, Kelsey keeps talking about his contract. Hey, I could ask for more money, but I want to win. Bruh, we got you. You want more money as a tight end and you want to win championships and you want more, but you're not going to hold out, which Chris Jones is deciding to do. That's what I think it is, Charles. Thank, and I think a lot of people think like Michael. Kelsey. Thank you for that call. He, Michael. Well, I, I think uh, one of the things is how the NFL is packaged and sold, right? So when we work at Kinko's, we don't go into Kinko's and they're like, we're the world champions of all the Kinko's in the world, okay? They're not like, here's what our record was last year, okay? They don't talk about things in that way. In the NFL, everything is measurable and that record then gets attached to everyone, which means the way you function in that franchise, if it causes wins and losses, you are, it, it, it's, you are doing something that is causing something else to be attached to everybody else in the organization. In normal jobs, 
it's not exposed that way. Everything is exposed that way in the NFL. So it makes, it, and I'm not saying it's fair, but I'm saying it's easier for fan bases to then criticize people based on that exposure. So that's number one. Then I think there's number two. Other jobs don't tell you what their salary pool is, okay? Yeah, right. At Yahoo, <laughs> at, you know, brother from another, they're not sitting here going, okay, guys, everybody get in a room. We're going to tell you this is what the salary pool is. Uh, now we're going to so tell you what everybody <laughs> makes. Now we're going to tell so you. Funny. Th- it's now so we're going to tell you what this person that. wants more because the, and now that means you're going to get less. And by the way, you right now, you don't even come in tomorrow because we can't you we can't even afford to pay you anymore. So you can't show up. <laughs> like it, it's just they the the salary structure in the pool is part of what gets publicized yeah. by the NFL. Yeah. And then that's what gets criticized when somebody takes this and that somebody can't have that. And then, oh, by the yeah. way, we're the world champions of every brother from another episode. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's how it's sold. It well, opens up to it's, criticism. It's, it's funny you say that, because like, not too long ago, my, my old business got put in the street. Somebody was like, how you feel about, you know, your salary getting put out there? I was like, I can't get mad. I've been reporting on people's salary for 20 right. years. Right. I'd be real it hypocritical if I got mad about people doing what I used to make. Emphasis on used to. Um, and also, it doesn't help when there's a narrative around Patrick Mahomes, and it's true, though, that he is underpaid, and he's taking less to keep the team together. So that doesn't help either. One more thing we got to hit point. with you, though. One more thing we got to hit with you. From holding out to locked out, what is going on with Chandler Jones? Man. In Las Vegas, that situation Bro. is weird, combination Ooh. weird and, and frightening and concerning. Yeah. I can't, I mean, honestly, I can't explain it. I, I really can't. Like, I don't, I don't, all I know is, and, and I, I, it makes me nervous because you would hope it's not, you know, disingenuous from the Raiders standpoint, but there is certainly a message being conveyed here by the Raiders that, hey, something serious is going on. We're not going to clear, you know, they're not going to step out and say, hey, this is something about business or this is they're saying it's clearly personal. And then Chandler is starting to fill in gaps by saying, you know, hey, they, they think that I'm having I'm in some sort of emergency situation and there are people coming to check on me, you know, because the Raiders are the ones sending them, sending them. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, I and I went yeah. through that camp, by the way, and all the, I can tell you from a football standpoint. Um, you know, the, the organization wanted a lot more out of Chandler as a football player last year. There was no question about that. And that was something that I think hangs over into this season is we went out and we got this this player. We expect him to deliver sacks. We expect a certain defensive standard to be set here. It had not been met. Certainly there was pressure from that standpoint. Whether or not this now is crossing into mental health or or just general health, whatever it is, I, I can't speak to that. And frankly, neither should the Raiders, considering if, yeah. if that is what it is. Yeah. You know, I don't, I would look down upon a franchise that would come out and say, hey, this player is having this, if, if there's a mental health issue, this player is doing this, this. like that even, and, I, and I'm a person that says, hey, behind closed doors, can you tell me what's really going on? Yeah. You're starting to even cross in this some case, serious boundaries. draw a line. Yeah, yeah. no, for, for yeah. sure. Hey, thank you, Charles. Appreciate it, man. Um, welcome back, football. Right, we're here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Tabloid conjecture. Games getting played tonight. <laughs> world champion Kinkos. <laughs> that was good. This is definitely a world champion brother from another episode. I agree. You should have worn your D hat today, Charles. I need more Represent money. Hey, the D. I, when can I get? I need some more money for this episode. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Well, I mean, Malik's got some good skills. I mean, they'd be a stretch to compare Malik Cunningham to Jalen Hurts now. I mean, talking about the guy who was second in MVP voting last year or whatever he was. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know. So, yeah, athletically there's some similarities. But, I mean, talking about arguably the best player in the league or one of the top two or three best players in the league. <laughs> Nobody has anybody that can be him. And if they do, the guy's planning on a scout team for that team anyway. We'll have somebody to try to simulate the best we can what, what Hurts does, but we don't have anybody like Hurts, and probably neither does anybody else. Yeah, I think he's um, arguably one of the best coaches to um, ever coach this game. You know, the, the consistency he's been able to have and the production he's been able to have and obviously how he impacts everybody from afar. I see that, and um, I have a lot of respect for that. So those are those are nice words from him. And Rita, yet Michael Holly and I go in disrespect Jalen Hurts and the reigning NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. Neither of us picked them to win at all. At least Michael has sense enough to pick them to go back to the Super Bowl and lose to his Bengals. Uh, I have the Niners beating the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Rita, well, but at least I did say Jalen Hurts should have got co-MVP because that was one of the best Super Bowl performances, albeit in a losing effort ever. Um, Rita, save us from ourselves. Tell us you at least are picking the Eagles to get to, if not win, Super Bowl 58. Yeah, I picked the Eagles to go to, go to the Super you're Bowl. Smart. Um, I, you know, listen, I, I love the roster construct of the 49ers. I think that they, they're great. But Brock Purdy, we have to find out if that was the real deal or if the Cinderella slipper has fallen off and the pumpkin goes back. It goes back to a pumpkin, right? We don't know that for sure. Um, I believe in Jalen Hurts. I think that Jalen is the real deal. And so uh, that roster is also so very good. And then they upgraded the running back position, went and got Dion. Andre Swift. I just really love their roster. Um, Brian Johnson now is the offensive coordinator, somebody that I've really been fond of um, when he was the offensive coordinator at Florida. So I'm going with Philly as the NFC representative to repeat themselves going to the Super Bowl. Now, are they going to win it? We got to find out. But at least I have them as the NFC representative. Well, well, wait, you can't give us half your prediction. Like, all right, so you got him. Who you got in the AFC? That's right. And who you got yeah. winning it all? This is, this is what we, you know, this is what we do, Rita. We got to make right. predictions oh, okay. that we are going to regret and have to explain or pat ourselves on the back over. So what do you got? So, so, you know, it's very hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes, right? I mean, we're in the Patrick Mahomes era. Um, and so uh, I'm going to do that. Just because, right? Everybody else is picking Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and you would be smart by doing that, but I'm not going to do it. I'm also picking against both of you guys. I'm picking my Baltimore Ravens, the little hey. cousins. That's what I came to Philadelphia to represent the AFC as a I wild like card. We think that the Bengals are going to win the division, but I think that okay. the Ravens get it as a wild card, and I think that they find their way to the Super Bowl. So yet another like quarterback Super Bowl we're going to have That's with good. the little brother, the big cousin, little cousin down the street Super Bowl. Well, well, I like uh, that. that'd be a black quarterback Super Bowl. That'd be a black, the, the first all black quarterback room. You want to talk about being in a room where it happens in Baltimore? whole lot of history will be made if it was Ravens, Eagles, to say nothing of the fact that that would be, uh, let's just say that would be an aggressive. All due respect to Baltimore <laughs> and Philadelphia. That'd be an aggressive uh, fan base matchup right there. But, but, but I you know, like I'm glad you say both. I like it. No, you're going to say happy say last year, too. And I'm not well, even I'm, being I'm happy. Say, yeah. 
I'm not being a homer here. I'm not. I promise you, because again, I don't have the the division. I have Cincinnati winning the division. But I think that depending how the division goes and how the playoffs are constructed, that the Ravens have a good chance. I mean, they've won a Super Bowl as a wild card previously before. uh, Anyway. Oh, it's not like they can't do it again. Um, but ultimately, I just think that this team is is really good. Cincinnati, for me, my concern in the playoffs is that they lost two really good guys in the back end in their secondary, and I don't know how they're going to overcome that. Um, they do have a decent pass rush, but in the back end, if you can if you can move the ball on them, it's going to be it's going to be essentially who's going to score the the ball the most and get the ball last in order to move forward. And if they play a, a team like the Chiefs again, you're going to have to bet your money on Kansas yeah. City. Or even Buffalo, if they're not playing in Buffalo. Because I feel like Buffalo might have a better chance if they go to Cincinnati. We saw what happened when they went to Buffalo. That didn't that didn't work out too well. That didn't go well. Um, But But what I was about about the Ravens, though, what I was about the Ravens, though, real quick, is like, you know, we talked about Caleb Williams and Deion Sanders being the most interesting people in college football. And there's a lot of great stories and and storylines and narratives in pro football. Mike, we spent the whole offseason pretty much you know, a lot of concern about Lamar Jackson's future. And not only did they get him locked up, but like, okay, they gave him more weapons. They got open up the offense. All you hear is love coming out of the, the, the Ravens locker room when it comes to Lamar and Todd Munkin. Like, I'm just fascinated to see if Lamar, if there's another step for, for a former MVP to take as a quarterback. Guys, Mike, what say you? Well, yeah, yeah no, I think there's definitely another step because he hasn't had everything set up for him uh, just to be ultimately successful. I think they, uh, and Rita, you know this better than uh, both of us, I think they've relied on his athletic ability so much that it, it has, it's not the reason, the reason he's gotten hurt, but at, at, some, at, at times he's had little choice but to break out of the pocket and, and rely on his legs because he hasn't had all of the weapons necessary. It looked like they did a really nice job. Not only did they bring in uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., but Zay Flowers is a great draft pick. That's my choice for rookie of the year right there. Offensive rookie of the year. He's going to get it. All right, all right, uh, what a great all addition. All right. What a great addition. But I, I will say this. Um, you know, Rita, you were talking about, you know, Cinderella. I want to give you props on uh, Brock Purdy. And, and you see if it's a Cinderella story. You know, the original Cinderella story is the sisters. Those hating sisters came in. They had those callous feet. Feet were too big, <laughs> trying to get into the slipper. And, and like, like, Prince is like, get out of here. We know it ain't you. You know it ain't you. That's Brock Purdy. You know, like, messed up dogs trying to get up there. I'm the one. No, no, no. Get out of here. We know who you are. You're just a hating sister who's about to get exposed. So I am happy. And and on the Cincinnati tip, didn't they, they already, I, I like you, get, you uh, shout out my guy from Ohio State, Von Bell. He left. But part of the reason they made the draft pick they did a couple years ago, I can't remember, it's escaping my name, uh, my mind, kid out of Michigan, hybrid corner safety. Uh, the Bengals drafted him for moments such as this. So, yeah, you lose Von Bell and others, but your draft picks are going to have to step up and fill in the gap. I agree with that for sure. I definitely agree that, you know, now this is the time, right? But, you know, Jesse Bates losing a guy like him is huge. So I'm just curious to know how they'll overcome that. Um, And that's the interesting part. (laughs) It's hilarious. Are you calling me the ugly stepsister? (laughs) No, no. No, no. 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 Brock Purdy. Go to break. Brock Purdy. Bro, Brock Brock Purdy is that. man. Brock Purdy is ugly. Because I was thinking to myself, well, is it because I don't believe? I, am I the ugly stepsister, or, or, or is you know? Oh, no, I, I no, no, really. oh no, 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 no. Oh no, number never. one, he would never. Never. But if you thought he said that, props to you for showing such restraint. I'm surprised you yeah. didn't jump in and start cussing out immediately. Yeah, you'd be like, immediately, you'd be like, <laughs> you go right across that box that's separating us. And you got, <laughs> you, you probably like dive yeah. on me. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm expecting you to dive on me. But- Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. 
Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Said that. It's hard to watch Hard Knocks and not root for the Jets. But if Brock Purdy is the ugly stepsister to you, then who are the Jets? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I wish I knew my, uh, my tales, my, uh, <laughs> my fantasies, and and mythologies a little bit better. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. I, I, I just, I, I hate the excuses coming out of New York. Like, they, like they were just one quarterback away. Hey, they would have won the Super Bowl last year if they had above average quarterback play. That's the reason they only won seven games. That's the reason they lost six games in a row. It's just a quarterback. One coach. How many did they win this no year? No other factor. How many, just how many games they win this year? How many games they win this year? Eight. Eight. Oh, stop. Eight. That team is lovable. Eight, nine. That team is a de- eight and endearing. Nine. They're going to be a lovable. They're going to be a lovable eight and nine. You're right. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.